Welcome to another episode of Drunk Cop and a Teacher, the podcast where everything's made up and the reviews don't matter. Just like the first 10 minutes of Mike's stream the other day <laughs> does not matter at all. Oh, man. That was, for anybody that saw that stream, <laughs> oh, man, that was the most exhausting <laughs> thing ever. And just in case for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Mayor? is that, okay, so me starting out the game, because you know how in the beginning of the game of Last of Us 2, where it's like, oh, spoilers, helping, like, helping, <laughs> yeah, spoilers, where it's helping you set up, like, it's adjust, all the settings, like, all the settings. Because this right. is promoted as like the most like accessible game, like all, for anyone that whether whatever disability they have, they they should be able to play this game, and so like it gives you like three or four pages of like all these settings you have to set, <laughs> and then Mike, <laughs> and then Mike somehow activates the the text to speech thing. <laughs> And he's, like, two pages in, and he's, like, I don't know how to turn this off. And, like, every time he's switching between options, it just keeps saying the same shit over and over again. He's, like, I can't figure it out. No, like, go to settings. Go to audio settings. Go to subtitles. We went everywhere. No, yeah, because I used to get on 12, and then I go on, and I asked you, I was, like, did you just start playing? Because it was literally the biggest, like, uh, naughty dog. And I'm, like. What was he oh, doing? No. <laughs> but no, and that was another scare of mine because I turned on my PlayStation and it didn't turn on. Oh, like, shit. It didn't turn on. And then it made a weird sound. I'm like, oh my God, no. No, my luck is about to run out. No, because the PlayStation I have is literally day one launch PlayStation. Yeah, shit. And I'm the only one that fucking has one of these things. <laughs> so, like, if anything, I should be in the Guinness World Record for having even one of these things. So, that started and then I and then everything went fine. And then I I started doing the live stream and then that shit happened of like this lady's talking so loud. I'm like, oh my god, just shut up. Shut <laughs> up. I like I don't care. Why 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 are you in the game? And then like Sal's like, Well it's for like, you know, dyslexic people. I'm dyslexic, but I don't <laughs> shut like like anybody that has like like those like anger management problems. Like, they will fucking break this game in the beginning before even starting it. I'm like, oh, God, I just want this to be... Like, I felt like I beat the game. I was exhausted. <laughs> I was exhausted just watching you. I mean, to be fair, it is. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot of options. I really thought that was the whole game itself. I was like, I'm done. Where do I save? Can I just quit right now and come back to this later? I don't even remember any options. I'm like, X, 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 whatever. Oh, man. Uh, but either way, that's 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 my week. I told you how, how I'm <laughs> I was going to say anything else happened this weekend. <laughs> no, just playing Last of Us, and just hopefully I don't run into any issues with that again. Oh god! So yeah, what about you, Ham? <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of that. Um, you know, Last of Us too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. It's it's whatever. Uh, I, I just got to get more into it, and I probably won't because I'll probably be out. But uh, I finished the third season of Korra, you know, the Avatar and all that, Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the weakest of... Well, we'll see with season four, but I, for now, it was the weakest. There's what, this, will you, what will you give it? I don't know. There's this character that randomly gets this power, but then somehow becomes the best person that ever used that power and i'm like that doesn't add up so 
Yeah, I was not liking just that little aspect of it. But other than that, we'll see what season four. The last season. And uh, made sure I canceled my Quibi account. Yep. You canceled? Yeah, I oh, we're never gonna get sponsored. <laughs> we're never gonna get sponsored. Quibi, I am not a traitor. Wait, did you get the? Oh, wait, I don't know if you can get the free account because remember, T-Mobile gives out the free year of Quibi. I don't know, maybe. Oh, yeah, uh, look into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay if I don't. Uh, they haven't really put anything new out, so. All right, so what about you, man? How, so, how's your week? Oh, and by the way, the time that we're recording this, Happy Father's Day. Out of Thank all, you. Out of all of us, you're you're the only one that have kids. <laughs> as far as far as we all know, right, Ham? <laughs> what? Oh yeah. I don't know, my I don't know, Ham. You got some secrets? I don't know. No, I got secrets. I don't know if I remember <laughs> all of them or not. But, uh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, uh, other than playing Last of Us, because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fourteen. I'm fourteen and a half hours into the game. You're fourteen and a half. Yeah, but I don't even think I'm close to halfway done with the game. Uh, it. Yeah, I don't know. It. Regardless, um, spent today. Went to the beach. Uh, hung nice. out with my mom for a little bit. She cooked some food for us. Uh, then when I came back. Uh, uh, Grace cooked me um, like my favorite Filipino dish that her that she usually makes, so that's been pretty good. Yeah, uh, nice. And I just pretty much slept. I almost forgot to watch the movie today that we were going to review. Yeah, you did. So I actually did take time today to watch the movie just in time for for, for tonight's podcast. And that's pretty been pretty much it. And so from this week on, though, I'm going to be pretty pretty busy with playing The Last of Us when I can. I can only play at nights because my kids. That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. I think I could have been further, but I actually went to sleep at a reasonable time the last two nights, and it sucks because I'm like, damn it, I lost five hours I could have played. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our review for today. Um, fairly new, if I'm not mistaken. We're going to review another movie that was initially supposed to be released in theaters, but obviously because of this whole uh, pandemic situation, it went straight to VOD. It is known as The King of Staten Island, uh, starring Pete Davidson? Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the, the synopsis, it gives a semi-autobiographical comedy drama about Pete Davidson growing up in Staten Island, including losing his father during 9-11 and entering the world of stand-up comedy. Um, it's a pretty lengthy movie. Two hours and 17 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, uh, go ahead and take it away, Mike. Start us off. Sweet. Um, it's a green card. I'm going to just give out my card right away, guys. Uh-huh. Uh, I am a huge fan of Jew Apatel. Apatel, if I'm saying his uh, name right. Not right. even close. <laughs> is it Apatel? No, he'll never jo- listen jo- to Joe Apatel. Yeah. Oh, Joe Apatel. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I still. I think I still got it wrong. But anyways, um, I actually am a a fan of his work. He's a very. Oh, he, he's a director of that's made all uh, forty year version, uh, knocked up, uh, funny people. Uh, this is 40. Trainwreck, that was the latest movie that I liked a lot. And then he also was a writer Netflix series, Love. I lo- yeah. That I actually love that show. <laughs> wow. So this was his latest movie. Back then, he was like a, one of those directors that just kept on shooting, like, shooting a lot of movies and everything like that. Some of them were good, and some of them were kind of okay. Mm-hmm. So with this one, I was quite excited to watch it, and I was not disappointed. In my opinion, in my opinion, I think this actually might be one of his best works. It works. If anything, 
right next to uh, Knocked Up. Because Knocked Up is one of my favorite movies, for, for comedy at least. Um, so the pros that I have for this was that I love the story of the movie. I think the story, it's a very relatable story that it's a 24-year-old kid that has real-life problems. That I know a couple of people that I've went to school that actually has gone through all these things. And they take their problems in a different way. And that's how Pete Davidson does too. Especially in the real life. He actually has some quite quite um if I'm correct, he actually like jokes about it. He has very dark humor. Yeah. And that's what this movie has. I I I'm a I'm a fan of the dark humor. I think it's great. Uh the chemistry of the characters are great. Pete Davidson and Bill Burr together i think they're great also too and bill burr is mm-hmm. another comedian stand-up comedian that i like a lot and the message of this movie is well put for me some people might not understand and some people might not really agree with the message um and i will go into spoilers and what i mean but to me i think it's a well put message that anybody that has these problems could definitely make it and could definitely just go just pull through it and believe in yourself. Uh the cons for the movie in my opinion, I think uh Pete Davis, um I think his name is Scott in the movie, right? Yeah. So Scott's friends are not really that important and to me they were kind of like whatever. They didn't really impact the story and especially not towards like the middle and ending. Um the second act drags a bit but it's still good. The humor co- um, recovers that part. Um, I would have liked to see the sister a lot more, especially towards the ending on, on um, my part. I guess. You know, and then um, hopefully the cat is still alive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that is, yeah. We'll uh, talk about that. Uh, we'll yeah, talk I'll, about I'll, that. I'll talk, <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. But um, I'm sure we're allowed to talk about animals. Yeah, now we're allowed to talk about animals. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, I think it's one of those those great comedy movies that are out right now. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's a green card. Um, Pam, take it away. All right. Um, Yeah, no, uh, same with Mike. I've uh, I do like Judd Apatow's uh, movies and even shows. You have to say freaking freaks and geeks when you talk about him. Mm, Um, Yes. What? Um. What I was worried about with this movie was Pete Davidson as a main character, but I think it was well done, especially when it's sort of based off his life. <laughs> How uh, could you screw that up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, right. <laughs> right? Um, I first saw him during a Comedy Central roast, and he's joked about it, where he's... Uh, the joke goes something about September 11th, and he's like, I think they were roasting Justin Bieber, and he's like, your song was the worst thing that ever happened during that day and my dad died that was that was yeah i remember that yeah yeah i was like Mm. oh god all right all right i think he said like your your song is worth it my dad's death yeah something (laughs) yeah along those lines which i'm like okay he went there um i know more from snl and a little bit of his actual stand-up um he's fine i mean he he looks like one of those people that walks in the party and you're like I think I need to punch him in the face. Something like that. Which I knew someone from high school, which always happened to him. He, every time some, he walk in, he's like, who is this douchebag? And I'm like, <laughs> I know that guy. Um, but no, uh, the movie made me laugh out loud twice, which is a good thing. 
I think it, it was the cat part. He's like, you know, when he talks about how we were supposed to feed him, I think I laughed out mm-hmm. loud there. And then there was one other time, I think, a little before that. I don't remember. But uh, for the uh, listeners out there, this movie has Aunt May, has the Mandalorian guy, the, the guy who tries to get him, uh, the bully from Ender's Game, has Bobby Hill, and uh, other uh, characters and stuff. If you didn't know, guys. If you didn't know. Um I didn't expect much. I liked it, and I liked it even more. Green card. All Sal. Right, Sal. Well, before that, yeah. Sal, this is a real people movie. It's a little dark. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait. You know, I was I'll actually, wait. I was actually yeah. thinking about this. I was like, man, I don't know if Sal's going to like this movie because it's not in his... Uh... Wheelhouse, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So it has not made I mean, if there's no Olaf, I rarely ever watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's why we watch Artemis. <laughs> oh God! All right, so, so what's uh what's your opinion? Watching this movie it, within the first ten minutes, it helped me realize that I am the most judgmental person on the planet. Oh God! Yeah. I <laughs> I cannot stand the first hour of this movie. Because it drags so long on so many certain sequences that it, it like it already pretty much paints the picture for you about the main character, and and it's like okay we get it, but it keeps dragging it more and more, and I just I don't I didn't like a lot of the characters that he was with, it just it it just frustrated me, and I had a hard time getting through just the first hour of this movie. And and automatically, I'm thinking, this is my red card. I can't do this. I want to oh. quit. I want to stop. But then the second hours happened. Okay. Where we finally get a bit of the redemption arc. And I really thought it was going to mm-hmm. come down to, like, a very easy, like, oh, this is obvious. Like, this is his, like, a turning point in the movie. But it actually kind of gradually faded in that direction, which is uh, is something I kind of preferred, and in something I, I guess I got to talk a little bit more detail when we get into spoilers. But mm-hmm. um, the second hour is, I think, where the I, I'm opposite of Mike. The second hour is where I think the movie shines, where I think we we kind of get away from you know the setup of the character and why this person acts the way he is. Yeah, and now we finally get some progression because, like I said. Like this movie's two hours and seventeen minutes. I feel like that extra seventeen minutes was just stuffed into that first hour, and it was kind of unnecessary. But that second hour was—I liked the pacing of that second hour. I liked where the characters were were kind of finally their their interactions felt more meaningful, and it just felt more like a complete movie. And it almost made me forget the first hour of the movie, where because mm. like I kind of already figured the setup of the main character. Um, and at the end, at the end of the movie, I was like, I like this movie. I, I, I like, I'm giving it a green card because oh my I actually. God. <laughs> I'm a drink to that. Oh my god! Uh, like I said, it's the second hour that really won it for me, mm. and and it it does kind of like give me a little bit of a better view on the first hour, but I still think that there was too much stuffed into that first hour that we didn't need. I was sitting on a yellow for a very long time because I was that's how frustrated I was with the first hour but I think a lot of that stuff is just like I can look past it because the second hour of the movie was that good 
I, I, I was expecting a movie like this to be like this, if that makes any sense. Because well, the director, he makes movies like these, like, of real-life problems, and he, like, drags it. And it could be in a good way or in a bad way. Because in my opinion, funny people didn't really left a really good impression of, like, dragging something on. At least for me. But I, I know where you're coming from. And I know what you mean, but I still liked the beginning of the movie. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into spoilers. Yeah. Alright, so let's go ahead and start talking about the first hour then. So essentially it sets up Pete Davidson's character himself, basically. Um he does drugs, uh he does tattoos as well, but um, horrible tattoos. <laughs> off off uh, off the books tattoos, basically. Yeah. Uh he even gives a tattoo or tries to give a tattoo to a kid, which <laughs> I was on the same page with his friend. I was like, what the what the fuck yeah, are you guys yeah. doing? Like really? Like I don't know, um, but yeah, his his life is messed up because it gets you know his dad dies. Uh, well, in in the movie, his dad dies uh, as a firefighter uh, in, in a collapsed building, um, and uh, since at the age of seven, I believe, is when that happened. Uh, so he's been living at home with his mom. His mom's been pretty much raising him and his sister, but his sister is pretty much, I don't know, comes out like the golden child basically Mm -hmm. and and is off to college and stuff. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of this first hour stuff, like we didn't need some extra dragged out scenes. I felt like, and and I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what, like, I feel like the tattoo, the tattooing the kid was a little unnecessary, but then it does lead into the mom meeting the guy who, who she ends up dating um, but just like I don't know, uh, which like, you you have to specify. What what do you mean by the first hour? Where 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 does that end and start for? Well, uh, I mean, it pretty much ends. I'm trying to figure out where. Was it when he was uh, taking so the this, kids? To, so uh, this school? is um, no act. Well, a little bit. I kind of started liking it from there, where it kind of shed some light on on his like, you know, uh light side i guess you can say because he's yeah he's a dark he's a dark character but um i want to say it kind of really started to win for me when he was kind of going to every single person he knew for looking for a place to stay okay so right right around the fight yeah right when he uh when the mom kicks him and and the the new guy out and he's he's literally looking at everybody for help and no one is giving him anything. And I'm like, you deserved it. Like, this is what you did. And there's kind of like a moment where he's at that fire station and he looks defeated. He feels defeated. And you can mm. tell. And I'm like, okay, you, you actually show that you're giving a shit instead of this entire time where you've basically kept telling us every two minutes in the movie, you don't give a shit. You don't give a shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm done with that. Like, I get it. You're, you're it's over. Let me see you progress. So I think that's where it kind of started to win for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, don't, I liked the beginning of the movie because the whole character development, that's how I saw it. But in the beginning of the movie, I hated Pete Davidson because of, like, the things that he was saying to his sister was, like, his sister was, you're going to get yourself killed. You're, I don't want you to die. And then he just ends up saying, like, well, I'm a piece of shit. You don't care. 
and he starts pushing everybody away. I'm like, you know what? I I understand his character is going through a rough. Uh, it's 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 one of those things where antidepressant gets involved, and then with everything else, like his friends are piece of shits also, and everything like that. So you're you're um, for me at least that I was rooting for this character of just like listen. You got this, bro. Like, just just look through the positive side. But he couldn't, like, half of the movie, like, he couldn't get to that part. But until, towards the, the part where um the fighting with Bill Burr, I love that part, too. And I think when um when the guy showed up at the fire station shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I laughed. And, yeah, I laughed. Yeah. Um, and by the way, that's an actual rapper. His name is Action Bronson. Oh yeah, I didn't know who that was. Yeah, he's hilarious. But that part right there, like I loved that part. I think that was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> because like the guy was just like, Are you a cop? No, 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 no cops. <laughs> no no cops. But You're and... gonna die. He's are you sure I'm gonna die? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure you're gonna die. <laughs> what no, was it? Yeah, it was just, uh... just uh just stitch it up, book book glue or something, man. <laughs> you know, so I I like that. I like the whole relationship. It was a good scene, yeah. It was a really good scene, and then the part of the restaurant was hilarious where they fight for their tips. I was kind of hoping he'd at least win one round, but he <laughs> oh, never yeah, did. They, they, yeah, they made it seem like he's like, all right, I'm angry. Let's go, bam. But yeah. it, it does show like he's not a good fighter. That's why. When he actually fights with um, what was his Ray? Was it Ray? It was like the the watch like the guy who washes dishes. No, no, no. But eventually you'll see him fight with the oh the with the waiter Ray, right? No, no, no. Ray the the oh no, fireman. no, no, no. I mean they fought, yeah, like during that. Fight no, but scene. I'm saying you see that he can't fight. That's why it's like, oh, why is he a bad fighter if he's actually oh, fighting? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to. It is Ray, right? The Ray, yeah, I believe so. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 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 I'm going towards like the the message. The message that I got, guys, was that even when when you feel like your your back is against the wall, when you feel like you're a failure, when you feel like there's nothing out there for you, the first thing you got to do is is fix yourself into believing into yourself. It doesn't matter if, like, if the movie doesn't show him becoming a great artist. It doesn't really matter of him moving out and stuff like that. To me, what mattered about was just that you see that he's accepting his problems and he's promising that he's going to do better. And him going with that girl all the way to New York City and actually, like, being interested in what what she what she was like going what she's about to do and then he just tells her like hey i'm afraid to say this and i haven't said this to you because like i really don't care about myself but i love you and i felt like that was actually really cool cool and actually i was like you know what i i i like this message and i think a lot of people out there whoever got has gone through a lot of shit you could do better you could always do better and don't give up on yourself. And that's the message that I got from this movie. I think a lot of people will always go to that phrase, like shit's going to get worse before it gets better. And I think that movie, like this movie really does show that. Cause like he mm-hmm. like was homeless for a while. He was sleeping in someone's backyard 
yeah. um, was trying to until he got caught. And like I said, all his friends like turned him back down. Like no, they were like, "No, you're not staying well, here." That's like, not you're... fair because some of them were in jail. <laughs> yeah, but you know, his even his the guy was... in the jail said, said, "No, you can feed my cat." <laughs> yeah, his yeah. friend was pissed at him. But, I guess um, so. Yeah, but it was it, like I'm I'm on the same page with Mike though, where the ending was. It was a really nice ending where, like, we didn't have to see what else his life brings. It ended on the transition of him finally gaining acceptance of, like, who he is and how he came to be. And and now finally spinning that on a positive note. And just, like, I don't know. I guess the – I didn't want to I – I, I can't really go, go too technical here because it's not like I know all this mumbo-jumbo. But just, like, the angle at which the camera was – Yeah, was no, it kinda, was shot perfectly. Was, yeah. was filmed and, and the, the way he was looking upon the city. I was like, man, that that's a beautiful ending. Like, damn, all right. Got my yeah. green card. Done. It's, yeah, it definitely, definitely was really good. Yeah, he walks, like, by the edge of the building and it's shot, like, him looking up, slow looking up into the sky. Yeah, no, it was – it was done very, very well. Just that shot alone deserves a green card, almost. But, uh, yeah, no, it left you wondering what if or what what to be, what, what what's to come. Yeah, which uh, was way different than the beginning of a movie where it's like, you know, just chilling in somebody's whatever basement and just, Hanging around smoking weed. <laughs> well, I'm kind of curious what his purpose of this movie then is. Is it to see, like, to change how people see him or to change how people see, you know, the Both world to kind of give, like, a positive message to those people that might be going through the same shit? Because uh, to lose to lose a, a parent at the age of seven, like, in a... Because it was in one part of the movie, right? He talks, he's he's angry at firefighters and how he, yeah. and he, he yells at them saying, you guys shouldn't have kids because it's it's messed up that you, you know, you said you're going to be there for them. But then all of a sudden that you're not there, you're like you're dead. You can't promise them that you'll be safe because, you know, shit happens. And tell how angry he is. Like he tries to joke through it, but that's just his way of expressing his emotions. And and yeah, it's at age seven. That's it's got to be rough. It's got to be tough for the kid. But yeah. you saying that, I think it's almost another thing where he eventually figures out that, yeah, there's, was it two sides to a sword or two, what, what was it? Uh, two sides to a coin, I think, was is what he said, right? Yeah, because at one point, he, someone tells it to him and then he eventually says it to them. Right. So th- that's something to look at, too, in the meaning of everything yeah. in the movie. Mike, and- you had a problem with the, with, with the firefighters? No, I didn't have a problem with the fighter fighters. I had a problem with the friends yeah. that that uh I felt like the friends were there and then towards the end it was like we forgot about them already. Like it's just like we never went back to them. They were just in jail. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. No, yeah. but I, th- I thought that That's was it. okay. I th- uh it, it it to me it didn't really went nowhere until like th- that's the only thing I could really think of was that it had a positive thing on his life. That yeah. he realized that his friends fucked up, and it could have been him. Yeah, big time. But that was the only thing that I could really think of. Yeah, I, you could you could argue about like the tattoo thing that they forced that kid to get a tattoo, and that's how no. you feel first. <laughs> he got <laughs> consent. Oh, he got consent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but no, I my favorite part with the fighter fighters is that when they were at the bar, and they told them the story about his dad. Yeah, just just shooting the shit from back in the day. Yeah, I've been yeah, back. yeah. 
That's I, just what they usually do, yeah. Yeah, and I like that because yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you guys know this. I went to firefighting school. Mm. And I know how those conversations go. And I know how these firefighters think and how they see things. And they do look at one like they look at each other they look at each other's like they watch each other's backs and everything like that. And and the way that this movie betrayed firefighters, I felt like it was a great way. It was like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we have a dangerous job and we do do these things because nobody out there will do it. And we do it because we just we, we just do it to save lives. Right. And that's the way that I saw it. And his dad was a crazy motherfucker that just went there to go save lives. And unfortunately, a tragedy happened. And and that's something that a lot of families a lot of families go through. There's always gonna be some losses yeah. and everything like that. But there to me in my eyes, at least like, you know, the great the great heroes of firefighters, great heroes of of cops and you know and soldiers out there, they're heroes. You know, they go out there and they save lives. And unfortunately some of them don't come back and they leave kids, their kids behind where they have to deal you know, they have to deal with, with the loss of the parent and it's not easy. Yeah. So, you know. Um, and you, I also wanna oh go ahead, Ham. Oh yeah, before I forget. <clears throat> Yeah, Steve Buscemi, good on you. It's been a while since I've seen him just play yeah. a regular mm-hmm. person and not Adam Sandler's, you know, wacky. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> oh, that's Rob Schneider. No, same oh, person. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, same person, same person. Go ahead. Um, I wanted to touch back on uh, something that Mike said about the sister. That I agree. I would have liked to see some sort of closure with the sister because I think the last time we even see her – uh, he calls her up oh, the saying Halloween that, party. Yeah. that he's involved in a felony, that he, he was supposed to be to look out for his friends after, when his friends got arrested, but, you know, he ran off and, and his sister was pissed and, yeah, ruined his her Halloween party, but that was it. And there was nothing, like, I wanted, I, I was hoping we could have at least seen her when he started to kind of make a turn for his life and, and maybe he wanted to kind of fix that up, but we don't get that kind of closure with her. I was I was going to say yeah. now that that you mention it, yeah, because you see a lot of her in the beginning, yeah, and in the middle. Then at the end, it's nothing. I was going to say maybe I wanted to see more with the girlfriend, but you do get that closure at the end. Whereas the sister, it yeah, it did feel like oh, just a phone call and that was it. Uh, okay, yeah. And at maybe, least with the girlfriend, yeah. there was that scene in the middle where she pretty much gives up on him. He's like, no, I. Like, yeah. I'm done with you. We're not doing this anymore. You know, it's over kind of like completely over kind of thing. And I think that's when, um, was that actually when he tries to stay at her place? Yeah. She sleeps with yeah. Her and then tries to ask her to stay at her place for a few, for a few days slash weeks slash months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get on to the real question though. Okay. <laughs> Damn, what's going on with this cat? I don't know. I, I did. I did laugh at that part. I did laugh so much. He's like, "All right, you got to feed him." But no, you can't just you know go in and go out. You have to you know. So to give some context here, uh, his uh, his friends uh, tried to break into um, a drugstore. Was it a pharmacy drugstore? A pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they get caught. They put in jail. Uh, but because he was kicked out of, like, his mom kicked him out of the house. Um, he tries to ask one of his friends, like, hey, since you're going to be in here, can I just stay at your place <laughs> for a while? Uh, and he's like, hell no, but you're going to go 
uh, feeds uh, sprinkles. Was it? This cat's name was sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yeah, let's just call. I I think that's. I think it was sprinkles, right? He's like, yeah. yeah, He's like, you know, you can't just go in there, feed him, and then just dip out. No, you got to go in there, rub his belly, play with him, tell him he like you love him, blah blah blah. But we never. Like we don't even know if he's ever been to the house to see the cat. Yeah, like, I know, all. but I was, was picturing no it as he was talking. I was just picturing like like an apartment, and then the cat there. Just as he kept going, I'm like, oh, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, oh, but we don't even know if the cat's like even a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't ever see the cat. I mean, first hyenas, now cats. I don't know, exactly. him. what's going on? I don't know either. But there's um there's things that I feel like they should have talked more. That they talked about a bit that wasn't resolved. The I guess the whatever the catfish thing was resolved, which I yeah. thought weird. I'm like, oh, I didn't think that was gonna come back. Um, just him working at the restaurant wasn't like. Was he still working afterwards? Was he not? I, I got oh, lost. I didn't there. think he was because he was working at the fire station. Yeah, right. So I wasn't sure if he was doing both or what happened. Yeah. Um, I yeah. do like that there was a relationship. Of him and the sister, and then he was taking sort of care of Ray's kids, which was brother and his sister, and maybe that's why he was trying to teach the boy how to treat his sister, so he would treat his sister like that too somehow. You know what I mean? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, ah, so that was sweet. That's how I thought he looked at it. And also... Um, the part where Pete Davidson he was uh, trying to come back home, his mother changed the whole entire house, and her sister yeah. was at home, but she was the mom was drunk. That part kind of like I don't know how you guys felt. I was actually mad at that part. It was a little weird. Yeah, I was like, uh, this doesn't seem like it would go like like it was. It didn't fit her character. Like it fell out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, and plus also too, like fuck the sister. Like, yeah, I, 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 hate, I, I don't know about you guys, but I hate family members that do that. Like, they try to like give their two cents where they have they don't like in Sonic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, that that girl is just like where you just want to tie her up yeah. and just like you know what, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> but um, that part, I I don't know. I, I was just like, oh man, that was just so random. Like, I don't know. I feel like I hate the mom now, <laughs> but hey, whatever. But. It was really cool. And then also, too, I wanted to see a little bit more of his drawings because he made this amazing superhero drawing on paper, but he can't tattoo for shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can understand that. He's inconsistent, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. So that that makes a lot more sense. But, (laughs) yeah. Uh, We didn't talk about the the mom much, really. The mom is is cool. I was going to say, is that bad that we don't talk? that there's not much to say about her. I mean, cause she, she's going through that shit. Like it's her own yeah. son. Like, um, I, okay. So pretty much you will say like the mom is important to the movie, but the thing is, is that I felt the movie was, of course, it's all about Pete Davidson. Right. Yeah. Right. And then the other half was Bill Burr. Because Bill Burr is the character where it's actually affecting Pete Davidson's life. Right. And then the third part will be the mom. Because she's the one that's been there for them. Like, she's going through a hard time trying to make her son to become successful or for him to wake up and get a job and stuff like that. But then 
she's there. You see that she's struggling, but I felt like Bill Burr and Pete Davidson had a better story than the mom did, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think what what we get from the mom as far as setup is I think kind of the, almost the same setup I wanted for Pete Davidson, where we got like just enough with the mom. We understood what yeah. she was going through and things like that. And and then we just accepted it from there. But I guess with mm-hmm. Pete Davidson and his life, I, I guess that's why they dragged it out a little further to make sure that the focus was was on him. But yeah, okay. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, it would have been nice to see more of her and like, but she was mostly reacting to other characters right. around her. Yeah, and, more I than... think, and I think the ending kind of closed it really well when him and her were sitting down watching Game of Thrones. Hey. You know, Tudos. Um, Of of him saying like, you know, I miss dad, and we don't barely talk about it. We don't we don't really talk about it. And she's like, yeah, I know, I I miss him too. And I think that's that's something to me. I was like, you know what, that 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 works. That's that that that's a really good closing for the mom for me. Um. Anything else you guys want to bring up? I, want, I wanted to up? do, yeah, I wanted to do just a quick uh, rapid fire of just some really good scenes of the movie, which we've uh, talked about here and there. The the tattoo, uh, the kid getting the tattoo. That was a, that was a funny scene. It was I thought it was great. Um, the when they're robbing the pharmacy and he keeps calling them or texting <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, like we said, the ending was great. Uh, the the pool fight thing was whatever. Um, the way it was shot, where he parties, at, uh, that was his great. That was, yeah, that was fun yeah. to watch. The beginning um, though, the right beginning of the movie was crazy in my opinion. I love the song because I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan. Um, um, were they just smoking or what? Or when he tries to commit suicide? When he tries to commit suicide, closing his eyes, I'm like, oh, no. Dude, what the fuck? No way! You're like you're too fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, is this how the movie's gonna turn out to be? Like this guy's just being reckless. It could have. I think it. it, it I feel like it could have. It could have, but yeah. luckily it didn't took, turn, um, went that way. That's I like the restaurant. I like the restaurant scene. I like the the. Oh, course, some of them, yeah. I guess. Action, action, Bronson scene was pretty funny. Um, I thought it was pretty funny how they were joking, bashing on the on the friend. The yeah. little guy, that oh, yeah. uh, he's about to get catfish, but it, yeah. but actually he didn't get catfish. Yep, that was oh, pretty um, funny. Uh, the actor Moises, I've actually saw him mm-hmm. for a screener for Ender's Game. Uh, he was the bully, like the whatever kid and mean kid, and yeah, I I got to see him up close and personal. So yeah, he's he's funny. Yeah. Um. So overall, it's it's a good movie. We all three of us recommend watching it. Uh, give it a shot. I mean, even for me, this movie was outside my wheelhouse, like they said. Uh, not typically a movie I would like to see, but uh, if you can get past the first hour and understand the setup, the rest of the movie is great. It's definitely worth watching. Definitely, mm-hmm. guys. Go watch it. Give it a shot. All right, let's go ahead and talk about some headlines. There's not a whole lot of headlines, major ones to talk about. Um, I just kind of picked some random ones that came up within the past couple of weeks. Uh, the first one, I'm sure Mike will be the most excited about this. 
Uh, they released a first teaser of the Justice League Snyder Cut, revealing Darkseid, or at least a picture of Darkseid, uh, with Wonder Woman looking at it. But it's supposedly leading up to the bigger reveal trailer. Uh, I think that's coming out uh, during the DC fandom on August 22nd. But I don't know if you guys saw the teaser, if it matters yeah, I saw to you. It. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but I don't know what you guys think. Pass! <laughs> Okay. I, I saw the trailer. I grabbed the trailer, uh, threw in the trash, and I spit on it. Yeah, I, don't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't used my HBO Max uh, free trial yet, so I'll save. I, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a huge problem with that. HBO. Max. I, have, I have a huge problem <laughs> with HBO Max and DC. Mm. You already have a fucking streamline already. Streaming service, well, yeah, but they're yeah. ending it. it. They're speculating that they're ending it because everything's getting moved over. Well, that's the that's my problem though. What what, are, what about that's people DC's who... problem? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they did, but they probably they why... a lot of people signed up for that. But why are people not giving them shit about it? Like, why are people not like actually like because why... the only two people that care are the only two subscribers they have. Oh my god, and that's a huge <laughs> that you know what? That's fine. That's great. And this is coming from a DC guy that loves DC. You, oh, guys... hold on, hold on. you, you don't you, you you weren't signed up, were you? No, of course not, because I'm oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I'm a DC fan, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm not gonna sign up for trash. Oh, okay. Because the moment that I knew, the moment that I knew they canceled Swamp Thing, I, this was going to be bad. Oh, I think that's uh, getting that is getting moved over to on CW. Is it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're releasing the first so. season on CW. I think so. Yeah. Wait, they're, they're moving us to CW. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm, I need my right. own. Uh, next fun fact slash headline. Uh, did you guys know Mark Hamill had a cameo in the first season of Mandalorian? I saw that, didn't look into it further because I'm like, this is going to be dumb, but I don't know. It was what? informed me. Oh, he... season two? No, 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 first season. He had a cameo. Oh, he did? He actually did a voice uh, for the ah, uh, voice. <laughs> for the, uh, the robot bartender in the Gunslinger episode, which I think is the, the first f- one. Fifth, no, the fifth episode. Oh. Uh, the fifth episode where he is landing. It says here, seek safe harbor in Moss Isley on Tatooine so you can get his ship, the Razor Crest, repaired while protecting and hiding the child. So it was in that cantina. Um, Mark Hamill does that vo- does the voice of the droid. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh. Um, wasn't the fifth episode like the bad one? Of that I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's the one. So he leaves the so child with make it uh, the lady. I don't even remember Green that card. scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh I sure. <laughs> yeah, voice. Uh. And it's Mike Hamill, though. Yeah, I've heard his voice once or twice. Um, this mm. one's a kind of a serious topic. Be interesting. Uh, AMC theaters reversing course and will require patrons to wear masks. So initially, when uh, AMC had set out their guidelines about the reopening, they had said that masks will be optional. But because uh, things are kind of getting worse, they are now requiring people to wear masks as they when they come into the theater. Um, kind of. I think it's kind of like a, a sensitive topic because you do have a large group of people that are against it and then you have a large group of people that are for it. So, I mean, just, I guess, letting our listeners know, bring a face mask with you pretty much everywhere you go just, just in case. case. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case, yeah. 
I feel like these businesses can make up any sort of decision they want. So yeah. what about if you want to eat popcorn? Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. You're going to go to concessions. You have drinks. You have popcorn. I don't know. Uh, Let's move yeah. on before he gets any. Because <laughs> I, I, have, I have a few. Yeah. Um, the last couple headlines are video game headlines. Uh, for this one, if you're a Crash Bandicoot fan, oh apparently it's been leaked uh, ahead of the release date, or at least the reveal, that there is going to be a Crash Bandicoot 4. I believe it's called, it's titled It's About Time. Um, that's heading to PS4 and Xbox One. Now, leaks are, you know, generally people don't really know if it's confirmed or not. You know, it could end up being rumors. However, a lot of people, I think, that have been in the reviewer business side of things have been getting um, this puzzle uh, from the makers of Crash Bandicoot. I think in this case, it's, it's Activision. So they've been getting yeah. this um, puzzle. They put it together and it's like a mask. It's like a Crash Bandicoot drawn style mask. Uh, and it seems to have a message about time. And it just so happens that the leaked um, uh, pictures show Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh, so people are speculating this is supposed to be... Um, Technically, today the episode is the day that this episode is published that we should see the reveal for it. Um, but I, I Crash Bandicoot fans, they're out there and they've been waiting for a new game for a very long time, and there's a huge fan base for it. So, yep, my fiance, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's cool. I never really got into Crash Bandicoot. I don't know about you, Ham. Yeah, I'm I, I fucking hate it. Really? Um, yeah, I hate it. I just, oh god, I fucking despise. Crash Bandicoot because of the whole frustration when I was a kid. I couldn't <laughs> beat no fucking goddamn platform levels. Everything was like... Oh, it, that's why he doesn't like platformers. <laughs> it all started with Crash Bandicoot. And it did. I played Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot before I played a Mario game. Oh, God. <laughs> and let me just say, I am a child. And let me just say, I appreciate Mario a lot more than because Mario is a lot it's a faster pace. It feels smooth. Even on the re- regular Game Boy yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot is so fucking stiff. Yeah. Why? I, I remember playing the first Crash Bandicoot on PlayStation 1, and I just I hated the controls. I I just re- Yeah, like you said, stiff is, is pretty much the, yeah. the right word to use, where it's just like, you know, you, you think you're going in one direction, but it doesn't it feels like it's not going anywhere. It's like you have to like fucking take a hammer to the controller is, and be like, I'm going that, forward. <laughs> and is that you, before the joysticks? Uh, I think so. I, I want to say the first Crash, Crash Bandicoot did come out before the joysticks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I guess. Because there's been three. Yeah. There's three total. And then if you yeah. count the, uh, the the kart racing one. Oh, so yeah. I think the first one did come out before the joysticks. But let me just say, though, like, for the longest time, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm never going to play this game ever again. And I never did. And I did everything in my power to avoid Crash Bandicoot. But, of course, until I met the love of my life, <laughs> she's a huge fan of Crash Bandicoot. So what did what, what did I have to buy for her? The Insane Trilogy. The Insane Trilogy. A ring. And what, and, and, well, yeah, the, that too. You put oh, it but. in the insane trilogy box. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Like, and 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 we played it, and she was like, "Let's play," and we played it, and Jesus Christ, she saw like a side of me that 
Ah, man. Let me just say that I almost broke my PS4. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, really quick. This is what the puzzle said. So it's a 200-piece puzzle. The message said a little something to help pass the time, and time was in bold. So, or yeah, all caps. So, yeah, it's it's hinting that it's a Crash Bandicoot game. All right. Mike, Mike will remember. I was, uh, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I was playing Uncharted 4, and in the game, Nate plays Bandicoot. You play Crash Bandicoot as him playing Crash Bandicoot on an original PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So, technically, the last time I played Crash Bandicoot was when I played Uncharted 4. It's very very surreal what was happening (laughs) in those scenes. I'm like... I, yeah, it, yeah. It, I felt like Naughty Dog made Crash Bandicoot, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I guess they just have a connection together. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, no, no literally. I think Naughty Dog on, yeah. uh, did the first Crash Bandicoot game. because uh, it's crazy. You so you see the original PlayStation. It loads up like the original PlayStation with all the like you know the the white and the orange, the orange yeah. cube and the like ever. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Just, yeah, so spoilers, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The developers of the first Crash Bandicoot game was Naughty Dog. Okay, that's gotcha. right. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, on the kind of a tangent off another tangent, uh, oh. the next headline is about Spider Man Miles Morales, and it's been because this has been like the hottest controversy since the PS5 reveal because people are arguing left and right that it's a full game. No, it's an expansion. No, it's a full game. No, it's an expansion. And it's just been a headache. But it's finally been revealed, or at least confirmed, it is a standalone game. However, it is on the same lines as the game, as a, as Uncharted Lost Legacy. So it is a its own game, but it's not as long... Uh, or I guess is in depth. I mean, I never played Lost Legacy, so I don't know. I don't even know what that is. That's uh, the, the spinoff Uncharted game, I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, the two characters are in Uncharted Four. The two girls, the two ladies, the villains, you could say so. Oh, I know there's one. I don't know if there's. Yeah, she's another lady she's yet. she's one of those. She's you'll you'll meet them soon if you, you're. It's towards the end. So was I supposed to play that before four or after four? No, 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 no. It's it's after four. It's okay. Nobody really played it, and it, it <laughs> got it got some backlash of just like it was just a boring Whoa. game. So the okay. the art. I mean, the article kind of just confirms that and gives us a description of what to expect. Uh, Miles Morales is set a year after the events of Marvel's Spider-Man. The standalone follow-up pick, kicks off just before Christmas. A street war kicks off between an energy corporation and a high-tech criminal army. Army Harlem, where Miles now lives, is in the middle of that war, and he sets out to put a stop to it. There's supposed to be new set pieces, new villains, uh, new story, and unique quest of, uh, along Marvel's New York City. Um, still excited for the game. You know what it's I'm looking just... forward to? That nobody's talking about the soundtrack. I mean, if it's anything like the movie, sure. Yeah, I was gonna say like if it's the movie, sure. But we we're not even like I don't know. I don't know what the music's gonna be like. And then you did say one year after the game. Yeah, one year after okay. the Spider-Man PS4. Okay, okay, okay. it'll be really yeah. cool. I think we're probably gonna give a little. Uh, I think towards the ending, it's gonna be like a little teaser of. What's gonna be with the new Spider with the next Spider Man oh, yeah. game? Without a doubt. The only thing I'm I'm concerned about and this is it's the 
what's happening right now is my same concern I've always had for the movies where they can't just let Spider-Man be on his own for a while. Like, I feel like the sequel is going to involve Miles quite a bit to the part, like, you're probably going to alternate between the two characters or mm-hmm. there's going to be like a dual thing, kind of like how there was um, Batman and Robin uh, or Nightwing during like, I think it was Arkham Knight, right? That they yeah, had that. Yeah, Arkham Knight. Yep. Yeah, I feel I like there's going to be that, right? No, 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 it was part of the game. That was, yeah, that was, was part it? of the game. But yeah. it was it was poor. It was, uh, how what's that word I'm trying to say? It was handled, it, They, the way that it was handled was was very poorly. Uh, I would say story wise, maybe, but technically, I, I kind of liked it. I like remember going back and forth between the characters. I thought it was fun. Oh, you enjoyed the Batmobile. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, well, hypothesis wise, uh, do you think it's going to relate to anything from the movie into the Spider Verse? No, it's going to relate to Nothing. the game. Yeah. Well. Not not the movie, but the, there is a Spider Verse in the comics, and the oh, yeah. comics does use the Spider Man PS4 storyline as well. Like the the Spider Man mm-hmm. from the game has crossed over into the comic universe and and has has interacted with the other Spider Men. So it is quite possible, I guess, that they could build up to a Spider Verse situation. But I that's too soon. Again, I'm just I don't oh. want the sequel to be not completely focused on spider-man like it's the same thing with the movies it's like can't you just let spider-man be be spider-man be peter parker and leave that alone and like let that resolve itself it's like we just had the first game it was great Uh, i enjoyed every bit of it now continue that don't shove other characters into this it's not necessary and oh I, no! And, yeah. and I'm almost worried that they only put Miles Morales in there is because you know he's popular in the comics. So it's like, well, we got to put the popular ones in there to make the money. Yeah, you get to play him twenty percent. You get to play twenty percent as Peter Parker and sixty percent as Mary Jane breaking the case. Oh my god, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that was the worst missions in... ever. Oh god, with Mary Jane, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stupid flashback missions. I hated god. those. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. Yeah, Along I, I other don't... things that I hate, one mm. last thing to squeeze in here before we close this off. Hey, hello. Because uh, I text, shut up. I texted <laughs> you guys this beforehand, but it's it's been confirmed that Horizon Forbidden West oh. is not a launch game. And I'm, I'm really mad. And now I have no, like, concrete uh, reason to buy a PS5 oh, on launch date unless... Miles Morales comes out on launch date, but yeah, I don't even know it's about that. To be, uh, it's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed to come out on launch. All they said was holiday, holiday twenty twenty. No, okay, it was was the Horizon one where they snuck in twenty twenty two and my follow up. Which one had twenty twenty two? I don't no, remember. Or is that twenty twenty one? I was blinded by the giant mechanical elephant, so I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, I don't know. I I think because PlayStation Five only have said holiday twenty twenty. And the Spider-Man said holiday 2020. So I'm guessing the Miles Morales is going to definitely be a launch title. So that's going to be a reason why you're going to get a PS5. It's just for that. It's and... the most deceiving thing ever. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. It makes me so Perfect angry. for you. Perfect. <laughs> but, um... hey, you will have your PlayStation 5 ready for Horizon. That's all the headlines we have, really. Uh, Mike, go ahead and just present the social. 
Uh, yeah, guys. So follow us on Instagram. Uh, be drunk cop and a teacher. Uh, give us your opinions of what you guys thought about the movie. Um, and then give us your thoughts about the topics that we just talked about right now. And then also too, if you guys want to shoot us an email, it's a drunk cop dot a teacher at gmail.com. I always, always forget, forget the, this I one. always forget the email. And oh, then, I've been I've been writing it a lot to log in, and so I think I got it, guys. I finally got it. Drunkcop.ateacher at gmail.com. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, right to him. He's the one that's controlling that. He's waiting for I am. I need all my devices. I'm like, send me the text. I need all the devices logged in. He's waiting for a Lewis, uh, Lewis email. He, you motherfucking my liver. I'm ready. <laughs> you know, but um, and also too, we actually created a Twitch account. Mike has been streaming uh, Last of Us Part Two when he can, because apparently he just revealed that he hasn't been streaming his entire gameplay. But he'll <gasps> stream when he uh, when he feels like it, I guess. Uh, but it is streaming. it is at uh, Drunk Cop Teacher. If you just write those three words, it will most likely come up. Um, uh, if you want to add the underscores, that's all up to you. It's drunk underscore cop underscore teacher. Uh, oh, but eventually we'll get somewhat of a schedule worked out and Mike will be more honest about when he streams. Yeah, guys, uh, I will be streaming on Monday because this is when the episode came out. So I will be streaming. I will be posting that on Instagram when I will be streaming. So. Also, follow us on YouTube at Drunk Cop and a Teacher. Uh, we will be posting very soon our thoughts on the EA Play Live event, mostly focusing on the Squadrons uh, reveal, uh, gameplay reveal uh, that just came out. So we didn't bring <laughs> yeah. it up here, but it did happen uh, just this past week. Uh, and there are, I, I think, some things to talk about, uh, not necessarily with the reveal, but with Squadrons itself. Yeah, uh, and, and you can listen to us on YouTube for that. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and also, too, we're going to be talking about FIFA. And that's also important. Mike's favorite game, yes. Yeah, and Madden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if Come. nothing else, gentlemen, any closing words?